1: You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping.
2: Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back.
4: Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out
3: of my way Cause
1: it's been one of those days What's up,
3: player?
1: Call the cops, there's a plant singing
3: That's the name of the van, you freak
0: Aren't you, like Mr. Bean? is Bean, too I find you so asexual Use it, use it Don't me, Frankenstein
1: On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo.
0: Hello, everybody, DDS. Welcome to the program. Never Not Funny is that program. The episode number is 2715. Happy Cyber Monday. That's when we're recording this on Cyber or Fiber Monday, depending on what uh, ad you're looking or listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we welcome everybody, and hopefully uh, everybody had a great and a, uh, a wonderfully safe Thanksgiving weekend, right? Uh, four day weekend, which is I think has been now about an eight month weekend uh, that we've uh, <laughs> a lot of folks have been on, and um, we welcome everybody. in. We had a very nice uh, those that are paid subscribers. We had a very nice uh, uh, live stream yesterday with uh, with the folks. Nice uh, Thanksgiving themed uh, live stream with those folks. If you're not part of the upper tiers, uh, we do those once a month. They're fun. We get to chit chat with the people. It was a lot of fun. See where everybody's from. What's that, Matt? That was a lot of fun. I thought that was uh, one of the most fun ones it was they're good people you know we get to uh, hear some from folks from all over the world that's what's fun about those we talked to a guy from australia we get a lot of australian listeners and uh Mm -hmm. uh if i say too many too many (laughs) um and then uh so again if you're not a part of that go to uh, nevernotfunny.com and uh, look at your three options um although i guess we're uh, kind of on the border of uh uh, starting a new season soon new uh new promotions and so on and so forth will be coming up and be announced shortly
1: yeah new perks coming in january so if if you want the the first year platinum perks uh then you should sp- subscribe at tier two or tier three before january 1st um okay and that includes the platinum t-shirt the platinum enamel pin and the platinum sticker i think you can see all of those on the perks page over there at uh nevernotfunny.com.
0: You also get that calendar, which you could use for three months.
5: So yeah. There are four months. <laughs> the but we're, the, we're the
1: calendar, some, this, we ordered a second batch of calendars that go through July. So I guess you could get like six months out of it. That's not bad. Oh, or just, right. just, well, just hang up. Uh, you
0: could tear off the pictures and hang them up. They're nice. You know what? Frame them, put them up, you know, uh, more than happy to uh, look at them if you want to put them online. Um, so uh, anyway, that's an, that's an option for you to do. And uh, we welcome you in again. It was very nice talking to some People, and um, uh, I had something else I wanted to say about that, but I don't remember what it was exactly, because uh, I got the attention span of an idiot th- today. <laughs> I uh, uh, these three guys, uh, I signed on to the Zoom and then wandered around my house for seven minutes. That's what I chose to do. Uh, here's what happened, guys, just so that the three of you understand. I signed on. Right with every intent of sitting down and beginning this program. And then it was like, Oh shit, I have to pee. And so then I ran to the restroom and then I came back and went, uh, Oh, okay. Well, I do my drink. And then went back and got my drink. And then I sat down and honestly, uh, my lower back started hurting me and I went, you know what, let's nip this in the bud and go get some uh, aspirin. So like every, uh, so that's why it literally looked like I was just wandering and that's not, the and,
1: the and, case. And something that's happened in the last maybe month or six weeks, I think I don't remember it ever happening before then is that, uh, you will be playing music, I assume, on your record player. In, yes, in my U
0: turn turntable.
1: Yeah, in your yeah, in your uh, your office, your home office there, and so when I start the Zoom, and let you in. I get a a window, a very innocuous window into your private life that makes me uncomfortable. There's nothing, there's nothing weird about it. Like it's totally fine and normal for you to be listening to music. But I don't like, I feel like I shouldn't be seeing that. I I feel like that's... private and i don't i don't want to be invading it it's like whoa I whoa tell you sh- shut off that music man
0: i don't i know too much <laughs> no you don't in fact you don't know enough i put the microphone as close as i can to the speaker that's something that i do <laughs> so that you are entertained while i until i get to the uh
1: to the zoo it's very it is uh, it's hold music it is kind of like hold music. i mean today it was yeah. i think it was huey lewis christmas music maybe uh, i was chicago christmas actually oh wow that sounded like huey lewis to me
0: Uh, That was Lee Lockman on the vocal. He's the trumpet player who doesn't generally do vocals, but he does uh, one every 10 years. And I don't disagree that it sounds a little like Huey Lewis. Got a nice voice. He should uh, use it more. He uses it just enough, to be honest with you. As a Chicago (laughs) fan, just enough. Just enough Lee Lockman on vocal for my... i like to hear his version of Power of Love. Uh, You know what? Probably be very good. He... uh, uh, the Lee got a little uh, Again, I'm the biggest Chicago fan in the world. but There was a little while there that Lee kind of thought of himself as the, as the fourth lead vocalist, and I think the other fellows had to go play your horn, Lee. Play, <laughs> play, <laughs> thank, thank you for your time, but play your horn. Even,
5: That's my
1: guess. Even two like co-lead singers is a little dicey sometimes. When you just just in terms of egos, like you can't imagine I, somehow Kiss has has like I, I'm trying to think of a band with two alternating lead vocals that lasted. You know, the Beatles obviously broke up um who else why,
5: why are, are you, you just hearing about that now elliot is that why you snapped like, like, oh, sorry. Sorry to,
1: to, oh man
2: i really like those guys <laughs> uh i was hoping but, that you wouldn't necessarily pick up on that but my uh my my garage band stopped recording for a second and i thought i would help matt out by throwing a
0: little snap oh, in there thank you well how would we not when you say we wouldn't notice that how would we not notice a guy <laughs> snapping loudly and demonstratively <laughs> in the middle of a, a, a gentleman talking you did
1: it's fair I I, I I took a chance and i i failed you've, you've done it before and i i didn't i know you did it on the test rafferty episode but i didn't notice it in i didn't notice it live but when i was editing it i noticed it yeah. uh and and i just went huh i guess he had some problem with his garage band. like it didn't <laughs> it didn't really affect anything i that was more of an issue there was so there was an issue on my end that's superseded all of your whatever issues you oh, no. might have been having so I wasn't even worried about what the hell was going on with your sync but
0: um, uh, Matt, let's get back to your point though yes. uh, dual lead singers and longevity um, yeah
1: can you think of a band that's lasted more than other than kiss which i don't consider music or a band
5: <laughs> that's hurtful.
0: That's, un,
1: that's unfair 50 uh, years of albums it's a it's a merchandising enterprise that those guys have been very F- successful 50 with. 50 years of
0: <laughs> albums paul stanley's doing wonderful work on right, twitter
1: taking down our president they've got action figures they've got towels and they've also got some music like
0: all bands do coffins all bands i don't know why this coffins.
1: Is a, all bands have coffins
0: <laughs> all bands all bands have this this is uh, they are no exception to the rule they just uh you know do a little bit more maybe
1: anyway uh can you think of another band that lasted more than 10 years with co-lead vocals
3: well earth fire earth wind, wind and fire they?
0: okay fleetwood mac uh fleetwood mac i mean they've been, but, but,
1: but did they, fleetwood they mac is, out. yeah that's a good example of a, of a band not being able to hold, hold it together consistently with, <laughs> with co-lead vocals
0: thank you for that what about, uh,
2: what about duran duran do they have more than one lead? no way it's just a uh,
0: Lebron. Garen, if those dogs don't stop soon, I swear Somebody, to fucking God, man!
3: S- someone's at the door. I will be. I'll be right back, guys. Oh, okay, guarantee a little
2: bit. Is uh, someone so ringing the bell?
3: Back. Yes. Someone's in the house. Someone's ringing the bell. Oh, he's got to cover
1: the uh, camera. Oh, what's this he is... got going on that he can't let us see him go to the door. It was like a maintenance issue that he was telling us about while you were wandering around yeah. in your, in your oh, pajamas. Like a battering old man.
0: <laughs> uh, well, you know what, uh, Matt, uh, the aforementioned uh, the <coughs> band Chicago was Robert Lamb, Peter Starr and Terry Kath for the first 11 albums. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, uh, and then of That's course, pretty long. Terry died and, and then Peter left five, six years later and, um, so, so they, that one, but they always uh, they alternate the vocals. So there's three, well, and they made it. But up. I'm sure. The Beatles. But, but Peter left, so obviously some ego was involved, right? How about the uh, Beatles? But, yeah, but, but again, they broke up.
2: Well, yeah, but not out not until they'd been together for what, like 20 years or whatever.
1: It was, no, it was 10. How long were they, how long were the Beatles together? It was like seven. It was like 10 years. Is that really true? 12. It was it was like well their their first album came out in. What? well they came to america in 64 so the, you know they, they they kind of broke in 63 and they broke up in 71 or something
0: is that really yeah. that
1: short yeah
0: yeah just enough time to get those 3
1: minute songs in man <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't overstay your welcome they they did it right this that, that was my point is that i i feel like the bands that have that situation tend to uh, you know they just they have ten years issues yeah I mean they 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 can't keep it together for a long period of time that you know Chicago is a good example of like they've obviously kept it mostly together but there's been some some changes well there's been a lot
0: I mean there's there's only you know two original members in the band three original members of the band of right. seven yeah right so uh but you know but but that's I true mean, of any band you know le- egos are certainly gonna get involved like uh mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm looking at what the reason I'm looking around is I'm looking to, like at my, my album covers on the wall and stuff trying to think of Uh, The band Triumph, you know, there's another one. Uh, Now, I know that means nothing to you two, but they had co-lead singers, and then eventually Mm -hmm. one guy left the band. Mm
5: -hmm.
0: So uh, suck on that. There's another one (laughs) that didn't last. I'm just telling you.
2: And and the thing about Earth, Wind, and Fire is, I I feel like they're not as known for their vocals as they are for their
0: horns. I I think uh, if you would talk to Mr. Richard Marks, he would not only uh, punch you in the mouth, he'd kick you in the (laughs) balls while you were trying to finish that sentence. (laughs)
2: Well, but but like I I can't think of I, I'm I'm assuming Richard Marks was not one of the lead singers of Earth Wind and Fire.
0: No, he was not. Maurice okay. White. He just loved one my, of them. My, my point Haley? is that
2: my point is that I I don't know those names. Well,
0: right? you're, you're it's, you're so it's not
2: it's not about the lead singer for for that band. Yeah. but do
0: you know? Let me ask you this. Do you, I mean, I mean, I guess the, the Chicago used to always be called a faceless band. Earth Wind and Fire is kind of a yeah. faceless band as well, right, where you right. know the songs and you know the the hits and the sound.
1: Yeah. That's the, th- I guess that's the point is like the bands that have an image, like, uh, you know, like you could argue that Paul McCartney and John Lennon were both front men in the sense right. that they were like good looking, famous uh, pop stars uh, sharing vocal duties and bands like that. I think it's just very hard to go on and on and on for years when both of you are like a front man. Like you, there's no, there, there aren't two Mick Jaggers in, in the Rolling Stones
2: right
1: that'd right be a lot that'd be
0: a lot of strutting <laughs> a, a, a lot of mick jackson yeah uh elliot elliot i want you to listen to what i'm about to say uh garen <laughs> brought up um uh heart he mentioned heart and uh to that point uh garen uh if you watch the behind the music uh ann, who did the uh, majority of the lead vocal uh was very upset when nancy uh did the lead vocal on that uh, one song from the 80s i think these dreams is the one mm-hmm. uh that went to number one that was their first number one hit and ann actually was bent out of shape that their first number one hit featured Nancy on vocal. Mm. So even the sisters, there'd mm. be some uh, some tension in-house.
2: Although, and, and I'm, I'm sure if I listen carefully, I could tell the difference. But for me, for Hart, I, I kind of feel like it, I didn't realize that a different person was right. singing the lead for that song yeah, versus right? their other song. I songs. agree, I agree. And they're sisters, so that kind of makes some sense. Mm-hmm.
0: But they broke up, right? They're not together anymore. No, they're maybe. back together. <laughs> they're, they oh, they back broke together. up for a minute because there was some weirdness on the uh, the tour bus. Some guy pushed a kid down or something. <laughs> it was a very weird story.
1: <laughs> it was like I forget which one of them. it was like Anne's husband pushed Nancy's son, or like I don't know. Some there was just like a weird like physical altercation between family members, like intergenerational. Right. And, and uh, then,
0: but the sister didn't stand up for the other, for the kid, uh, or like... What? I don't
1: know what was going on.
0: Whatever it was. To me, it was just like, you know, it, it, and again, I read the story 10 years ago when it happened. Tensions were probably high, uh, ten, you know, in the tour bus, and that was like, you know what, fuck this, and fuck you, and we're done. Yeah. Was the <laughs> you know, kid an
1: actual adult. kid, though, or was it like an adult son? I can't remember.
0: That's a good question. I don't know. It seems like they would be adults at that point. Right,
3: but like... They were it, probably... They're probably mad that, that Nancy's husband forgot how to make a good movie. You think that was, you think that played into this? Uh, it's probably part of it. They probably, By the way, they've been it. divorced for years. Yeah. They're, they're also
1: not together anymore. I think they're no that, longer together. In, oh, I didn't know that. In <laughs> fact, that oh, may, yeah. that may be partly responsible for his decline. <laughs> Maybe she was the puppet master behind all of his work. What was his last good movie? Would you say almost famous Almost famous, right? What was after that? Almost famous. Yeah. Cause he's only made like two since Elizabeth then town, I think. Right. And then there might Shrugged. be one more.
3: I think there's one
5: more.
1: Oh, well, you made it's that like, awful show that, that I watched two episodes of. Oh, th- my God. That one of the most embarrassing. Roadies? Was it called Roadies? I mean, that's what it was about. I can't remember if that was the title. Yeah, something like that. On Showtime, maybe? It was crazy God bad. damn
0: it. It was horrible. Remember that guy on the skateboard that would go in and out and go underneath people on their <laughs> people <laughs> are lifting synthesizers and he would go underneath it? <laughs> Fuck you! (laughs) That's that's
1: literally like, what is that? That's like something you would see in an '80s music video and be like, "What's that guy doing? Get out of here, idiot!" But like, (laughs) this was a drama, (laughs) like a serious drama. Yeah. Oh God, do your, do your job. Put
3: your skateboard down and do your job, Jimmy. It's character (laughs) development.
1: This guy's on a skateboard. Doesn't care.
3: He's had
0: four movies since what? Uh, Almost famous. all right, what are the four since Almost Famous, please? Vanilla Sky. Oh, right. I hated that. Which, which I did not care for.
3: Elizabeth Town. I haven't even seen that. It's a shrug. We Bought a Zoo. <laughs>
1: wow, I didn't even know he
3: directed that.
0: I didn't either. And Is that
1: uh, That's our buddy Matt Damon? Mm-hmm. Did he He's write, buddy. wait, did he write uh, We Bought a Zoo also?
0: No, it was based on a book,
1: wasn't it? Right, but like, did he adapt it? Oh, I see, right. Yep, he did. That's crazy. Uh,
0: I had no clue that was him. By the way, uh, it's okay. It's okay. okay. Yeah, it's you know it's one of those like you know what that's a fine movie. I I was entertained for what I recommend it no, but I enjoyed it for the two hours. Yeah, and then Aloha got got panned,
1: but oh right, but not only for being bad, but also for casting a, a white person as a as, you know I don't know Polynesian whatever whatever right.
0: ethnicity she was Hawaiian I think Hawaiian yeah. I guess, yeah.
5: yeah
0: Uh What was before Almost Famous? By the way, you you had what Fast Times? Fast Times you uh, wrote. Jerry jerry Maguire. he
1: wrote fast times he he d- wrote and directed say anything which was great and then uh singles which i like a lot um i did not care for that uh well you don't like the grunge <laughs> no i do not no i do not <laughs> and then there, maybe there was one more between singles and say and uh there was a huge one between all singles all I just oh yeah you guys jerry, McGuire, jerry, McGuire. jerry Maguire. jerry
0: Maguire. jerry Maguire. yeah which is great yes which great movie yeah, yeah. we just watched that again with uh, oliver not that long ago T- it's terrific yeah Tom Cruise Tom Cruise very underrated and I know that that's insane to say about a movie star but nobody treats him like an actor he's so good yeah I agree with that uh we went to, by the way speaking to Tom Cruise we went to another drive-in on Friday night uh Oliver and I we went to see Mission Impossible 1 which I had never seen huh um uh, I'd seen I think I believe I've seen I don't know if I've seen two which Oliver's like uh, his response was that's okay and uh um, <laughs> is that the John Woo one yes yeah uh which one number two number two yeah I believe it is, yeah, where he said it's too much action and too much people trying to jump to and from motorcycles. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but we uh, we went to that same, uh, as a reminder, uh, the last time I went to a drive-in, I got in a fight with both guys trying to park the car. <laughs> um, I got a great spot this time. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. But all I imagined, Oliver and I were laughing like, as we were pulling in, them just on their walkie is going, "Oh, that motherfucker's back! <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh look, oh look who's back! Blue car, get ready to get yelled at!" Like just these, and they, but they gave oh, me that. like a, a pers- just a, a premiere spot. Yeah, about three cars back,
1: right in the middle of the screen, beautiful spot. Uh, so, what did you think of the of Mission Impossible? I liked it very much. You did? Yeah, I, I did. I, I remember not liking that one. I remember when it came out, being disappointed. Uh, I, I don't. I think I, I thought it was too convoluted um
0: but maybe they all are like that and i just got used to it over the, over the years i think that could be the you know the first one i saw was the one where he climbs the building yeah um and then i saw the one where he you know hangs off an airplane mm-hmm. um there's a chance i didn't see three which one's three
3: uh, uh that's the jj abrams one
0: yeah What is he was doing there in that one red in it
1: uh <laughs> is there a lens flare <laughs> um yeah what's the I, I was I, I know Ghost Protocol and uh, that's is that the fourth one or the fifth one yeah yes sir and then what's the fifth one the um, I like once basically one out
0: maybe is that what it's called once McCourt six? Uh, one of them one of those fall oh fallout
1: and that was the last one and then and then Brad Bird directed one he did the one with the Burj Khalifa building that you're talking about climbing
0: the building I like that one. Uh, by the way, Billy Bird, uh, also directed one for a little bit. Is that a good joke for anybody in this? <laughs> <who that> is? <laughs> do, your, do, all, do yourselves a favor right now, and I'm not kidding. All of you Google Billy Bird and enjoy that joke. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give the listener a chance to do that as well before we move on. Uh, please take a look at Billy Bird and mm-hmm. then enjoy that joke, Hold <laughs> please. And uh, Billy Bird, uh, B-I-L-L-I-E, I want to say. Oh, yeah. And uh, she uh, she directed oh. <laughs> Mission Impossible. <laughs> Is, that, is it this is it, am I right did I get the name right yeah it's 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 a lady it's oh, a, like, oh it's lady, that right? lady yeah it's, it's <laughs> she, the lady it's,
1: from like every 80s movie right yeah she was in everything yeah. was she in Ghostbusters yeah. uh, is, that's like the kind of or she's in something like Ghostbusters where it's oh wait here here's her credits
0: she was a regular on Dear John that's how I remember oh heard. 16 Candles I feel like she's usually somebody's secretary yeah she, yeah doddering it's a, like
3: either it's either her or Edie McClurg as, as yes, an 80s secretary totally
1: and she was a
2: vaudeville comedian, apparently.
0: Oh, wow. <clears throat> wow.
3: She's great. So you know, she's great.
1: For people I discovered
2: she, at an orphanage at the age of eight.
1: Holy crap. Wow. She's like a real life Queen's Gambit, but with acting instead of chess. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Imagine
0: she'd go down to the basement and the guy would teach her how to act.
1: <laughs> yeah. By the by
0: the way, I, I, speaking improv. since you
1: briefly mentioned Queen's
2: Gambit, this is not a spoiler for anybody who hasn't watched it yet. Although, well, I think everyone's watching. <laughs> I think every single person like che- on Earth looks is like
1: watched. chess pieces. Wait, what did you say, Matt? I think every single person on Earth has now watched it. <laughs> it seems like it's... I don't know. Has Garen watched it?
0: I started it. Garen doesn't, like <laughs> doesn't like chess,
1: uh, doesn't like red hair either. By
0: the way,. Does anybody, I don't like chess. I don't know why I always said that as if I was putting, I wasn't putting Garen down. Chess is ultimate snooze. To me, chess
1: is the ultimate thing that I'm like, I wish, I just my own ego wishes I were great at it, but I have no interest in learning anything about it or practicing. But it's just it's one not, of those, it seems like such a, such a, the ultimate marker of intelligence, you know, like when you see someone good at chess, you're like, oh, they're very smart.
0: Did I ever, Are they I, though? I, I don't, I'm sure I've told this story before uh at some point maybe even season one of them are not funny but uh i was dating a young lady when their family was very much into chess very much into Mm. chess and i didn't play at all because i of course find it a snooze (laughs) so i went to pick her up for a date one night and um uh she's playing with her stepfather uh who was a dick he was just a dick i hated the guy Mm. and um so i they're they're playing they're finishing up and then he says you want to play and i said "Uh, no i don't play and then he said, "Well, I, I I'll make up a name, Susie. Susie, why don't you, uh, why don't you guys, why not you show him a little bit? So we're we're playing chess, and I don't again, I don't know how to play chess." And he's over as if he's, you know, uh, Tiger Woods' dad off to the side. Oh, boy. And he's just like, he's wringing his hands. And finally, he just goes,
5: finish him. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: And meant it. Meant like, to, like finish. like I, Dude, you're going to win. Everybody in this house is going to fucking win. <laughs> like, I don't know it's where like, the horsey goes. Like, what are you right, trying to prove? Right. <laughs> I don't know what the knight is. It's a horse, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, my God. It was crazy. Uh, That's hilarious. Crazy. Yeah, Uh, just uh, bananas. And I, I want to say that uh, the girl I dated and her sister hated that guy too. I want to say that, Mm. but maybe I'm wrong. Mm. They had to, right? Just based on that, they had to hate him.
2: Even if you, even if you wanted to be great at chess, that guy's still a dick,
1: right? Part of me wonders if, like, step the stepdads of the world, like they know everyone's gonna be like looking at them a certain way and kind of like have their guard like like the situation is that stepdads are going to be dicks so i think maybe some of them just lean into it there's like fuck yeah. it. if, if you're gonna assume i'm an asshole i'll just be an <laughs> asshole i'll be like why do i what am i who am i trying to impress here sure. what am i trying to prove i'm i'm fucking your mom and that's it <laughs> <laughs> like deal I with won. it <laughs> yeah
0: right uh that said my stepdad was great i appreciate everything that my stepdad. mine was did. too yeah i
1: mean I, like i had for, my I got I, very lucky i had a lot of uh i feel like i had a lot of clashes with with my stepdad early on uh no question but but that's just i think probably to be expected but uh but he's a great guy so like ultimately when i became an he's one of those people that i think uh, once i became an adult i I had an easier time getting along with him because he's just a he's a really smart guy and uh but maybe maybe this isn't fair but i'll say like uh maybe better interacting with adults than with children so like Mm. maybe it was just part partly that but um Anyway, Billy Bird was in Sixteen Candles. <laughs> she yes. was uh, she was the grandma, and then people probably remember her from Police Academy Four. She was like the old lady in the Oh mm-hmm.
0: right, Citizens' she's on Patrol.
3: in Six too as a different character. Apparently, <laughs> really just marry somebody. Holy yeah, shit.
0: well, bottom line, the one the Mission Impossible that she directed is fantastic. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that was the premise of that joke. Yeah, <laughs> that that doddering old lady who apparently was a villain performer probably would have been a good director, just not that kind of movie. Of course, maybe. Yeah. A, who knows? Comedy of some sort she could have directed, maybe over at the uh, Gary Marshall Theater.
2: Did she direct any comedies? I
0: don't think she directed anything. She was uh, she could barely move her hips.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't right. have to move your hips to direct. Tell you, yeah, what were you saying? don't lie,
3: though.
0: Well, that is true. That's your very honest hips on Billy Bird. Now,
3: question, though. Is there a, a T-shirt in that chess story? Like... Maybe like a king uh, fell over him. that just says, finish him, like in oh, maybe. Mortal Kombat right.
0: Although, you know, that is also the line from, I want to say, from the the first Karate Kid, right? Doesn't he <laughs> say, finish him? Yeah, something like that. Uh, at some point. Well,
2: that's also, yeah. in, that's also in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> finish him. <laughs> that's true.
0: Well, again, uh, this guy was an asshole. <laughs> and by, and by, and by the way, make no mistake, this guy may have been, like, in Vietnam. Like, he was, you know, it, it was mm, right. the 80s, and he was an older dude. He very well could have been... Yeah. The, you know a soldier so That's not to say That all Vietnam guys were, I mean, I've met very, some That were very very kind But uh, He may have been a soldier his, He might
2: have been reliving one. Some of his His battle through chess
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who acts that, that way yeah, Dude I'm here when, I, I'm wearing fucking Leg warmers To go on a date <laughs> Get off my ass <laughs>
1: I feel like in the '80s movie version of that, though, Jimmy, you would have gone off and trained on a mountaintop for six months, yes, to become a, to to become a chess ass. master and then fucking destroy him in six
0: moves. That yeah. And by the way, don't think I didn't think that as I got into my car. Like, you know, I'm going to show this guy. I'm going to go learn how to play chess. Mm-hmm. Probably opened one book, went one page in, and it went, "Who oh, gives a shit?"
1: <laughs> yeah. It just it, it seems like all it is, it, all chess really is, is once you learn it, is like being able to compute things like to to basically run scenarios in your head and like you know the the more you're able to do that the farther ahead you can get like the the more permutations of what's going to happen you can do ahead of time as it's happening the better you will perform i guess but that's to me Mm. i don't yeah i don't know that that equates to intelligence as much as just you have a certain type of brain uh that does that
2: I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like memorizing things like being able to memorize something doesn't necessarily make you intelligent, but to have that ability as one of the tools in your arsenal, right, right, right. It's useful for other things because it trains your brain in a certain way. But I agree that just because somebody can play chess doesn't, doesn't speak well of them.
1: (laughs) But, but I, I'm as someone who like, you know, very much cares about movies and, and stuff like that, I, I've, I've, I am steeped in the narrative tradition of chess equaling genius and like yes, right. and it I'm, always I, seems I'm, to be that way i'm so on board with it too like i love any movie like a uh, like i loved that searching for bobby fisher was great there was that one um there was the kid, there was another, it's always kids. Uh, this one, they, they she grows up. But basically, I'm a sucker for a kid who's good at chess. It's always fun to see a little kid beat an adult <laughs> that doesn't expect them to do well. It's just fun. That's always going to well, be fun.
0: Well, then uh, come to my house. Watch my son kick <laughs> my ass in chess. Enjoy that. Finish him.
5: Yeah. Finish him.
0: Finish him. <laughs> Danielle off the corner. Finish him. <laughs> uh, my grandfather, my paternal grandfather, Leon, uh, used to be one of those old men that would go to the park and play chess. Love it, um, or at least that's how I remember. it. That's probably one of those where my cousin Dan's going to go. Well, no, that's just the story. He never did that. Yeah. And uh, but I kind of remember them talking about him going to the park and playing chess and being good at chess. Mm-hmm. So uh,
2: I, I I have to, I feel like I have to say this because you have talked about how some of your relatives were involved in perhaps the Italian
0: business. Uh yeah. Oh did I, say, I said paternal by the way? Maternal. That was my mom's father. Yeah. So right. this is so, not this is not the mob side.
2: Okay, because I could very easily see in that sort of a family going, yeah, he's going to go play chess at the park.
0: Right, 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 yeah. Hey, don't worry about grandpa, he'll be back, he's going to play chess. It's a metaphor. Yeah, he's very good at chess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, why did we start uh, saying this, though? You were saying her hair looks like a chess piece?
2: Oh, I was, I was just, I, yeah, If, if there's, there's at least two haircuts that she has, one of which I, I'd never seen before, where it kind of, it flips, and then it's kind of like, it, it's straight, On the sides and the back all around. And it just occurred to me when I was was looking at something else, she had that and then she had just like a regular flip and I'm like, oh, wait, her head looks
1: like a chess piece.
2: (laughs) I don't know if they did that on purpose, but I can't imagine they didn't notice it. I'm going to
0: guess they did based on everything else in that uh, uh, limited series. What if I called it that in real conversation? (laughs) Are you watching the limited series?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dickhead. Jimmy, how'd you feel about the end of the undoing?
0: um i don't know if it's fair for us to talk about that at this very i have moment. not seen it any All right. of it we'll talk about um, it the later. but i will ask you this matt getting off that topic uh are you caught up on the amazing race uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, the, did the, you watch both ends of the, the mega leg? The two part mega leg,
1: and if I never hear the term mega leg again, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be good. I will have already heard it two thousand
0: too many times. <laughs> uh, there's one scene, by the way. This is not a spoiler in any way, shape, or form. If anybody's behind or gives a shit, uh, there's <laughs> one where Phil turns around to welcome them onto the mat, and I to myself said, "I think next, uh, hang on a second. I'm getting a very important. Uh, nope. Oh, oh, somebody is trying to." Huh, somebody's trying to sign into the A cloud using my email. Isn't that interesting? Interesting. What? Isn't that interesting? Cancel, buddy. No, thank you. No, um you know, i just stepped on my own joke uh anyway phil turns around and he's wearing blue jeans and uh my uh my joke was i'm gonna mangle this uh, mangle this but it was basically on the next episode their challenge is to find phil's ass <laughs> because he he's he literally there's zero ass it's it, and somehow it goes quote coconut o'brien that he always used to say his ass was concave yeah um this was it, it like it disappears it's the craziest yeah uh tall skinny dude with no ass
1: yeah I told my, my kids uh, that uh, after watching the last episode, if, if I ever get on The Amazing Race, or and I want them to do this too, if they ever get on The Amazing Race, if you get eliminated... You should immediately snatch that puka necklace off of Phil's neck and run away. Like that's your prize. If you can't win the whole thing, at least get
0: that right. fucking necklace. I would. Uh, well, I would have to jump up on a step stool and then even leap up like a kid trying to get to a cookie jar for I think, as tall I, as he is.
1: I think my my number one favorite thing on the Amazing Race is when the producers make Phil do something unnecessarily complicated as he explains the yes. leg. Like he's like walking from one stone to another out of the ocean for some reason. <laughs> like, I, I feel like there's going to be a time where he's like, he's like juggling on a unicycle. He's like the, the racers must get to the palace before the night falls. It's like, why, why are you making Just let him say the lines. You know, there's like people whizzing by him on tuk-tuks for some reason.
5: Like, <laughs> right. There's
0: always some element of danger that didn't need to happen uh, It's so crazy. This particular season, uh, Matt and I have talked about this a little bit off there. There's one team, the boyfriends, they call them on the show, uh, that they are the team that I, uh, that I always hate that style of team where they think they're running the game, uh, (laughs) that they think that they are overseeing all the moves being made. And this season, somehow they're kind of doing it. And the other teams are allowing them to do it. It's infuriating. Yeah. Uh, But Matt, we didn't talk about this way back on episode one of this season, James, one of the boyfriends, um says this was my ninth time applying to the uh, amazing race i tried to do it with my brother and my dad and my mom and so on so finally i got here with will and i couldn't imagine doing it with anybody else really you tried <laughs> nine other people
5: <laughs>
0: you, say, you
1: probably imagined it when you submitted those applications like, right that was probably i couldn't imagine
0: anybody tough. else really you just told us that you did this guy's the last fucking resort
1: that's so funny <laughs> i forgot about that yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I there, Like I've said it to you again off the air, but like I, there's nothing I, I hate more than a guy who is just so gleeful in his uh, fucking over another team, like somewhat un, like not illegally, but un, definitely unethically. Right. You know? Like this guy basically was like telling another team, you've got to yield that team, which means like, you know, basically force them to sit still for 20 minutes and, uh, and uh, and that's why they think they're like the these puppet masters obviously is because of that one stupid move oh, when everything God. else has just been like standard race shit where like they, it's yeah, but they, like they
0: they have that unnecessary alliance which i think you know this is one show where like having an alliance doesn't help you like it, yeah. although these again these teams it seems to be but they're way invested in it. to me that just tells you how
1: insecure all those teams feel about their their chances of doing well right like when they're so dependent on that
0: uh, they also thought that they were like they're they're these puppet masters to get a team out that by the way that has come in last seven weeks in a row. That's what like, I didn't understand. Good
1: for you. Yeah, like they're so intent on eliminating a team that you should want in the finals because they suck, and so yes! you should be yes! you should be trying to eliminate the good teams and keep the weak teams around. That's good strategy. Which most other seasons you see people using that strategy, but. Uh, but these guys are just like, no, no, we have to get rid of these bungling idiots.
0: <laughs> we do, right? I mean, they're so bad, they're bad puppet masters. That's the other, but that said, they always keep doing okay, right? Like they keep winning, and that made infuriates me. I'm talking I, about the mind five, of course,
1: in case somebody, cares. of course, it's the mind five. Now, who do you want to win? Because I, I sort of keep going back and forth in my mind. I, I uh, like the I like Hung and and uh, Chi. I feel like that's who... I, I predict that they will win. I also am rooting for them to win. But I also kind of like the beard bros. Oh, we hate the beard bros in this house. We, we, we liked them
0: initially, and we've turned on them because they kind of huh. have become a little petty in the last couple of weeks, in our opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, we try, again, trying to take out the blondes. Like, the, the, we're going to we're gonna eliminate them. Great. Uh, yeah, again, they they're bungling. They're literally... You you made them yield, and they're three hours behind you. Like, <laughs> yeah. good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like the brother and sister. I, I like...
1: Uh, Oh, Jimmy, uh, I don't know. This is one thing about them that's driving me crazy. I
0: don't know where they went to college. Did you pick that up? Have
1: they they mentioned it? I don't know what happened, but I'm guessing.
0: (laughs) They are also, aren't they, uh, they're engineers, Matt. So this this should be perfect
1: for them. That's their line of work? I didn't know that. These, they have no <laughs> fucking personality other than they went to Berkeley and they're engineers. Congratulations. <laughs> and by the way, they're engineers and this one should be perfect for them. And then they struggle <laughs> every up. time they say that. Yes. <laughs> Although to be fair, that one thing that they were doing was basically a video game. That's not really engineering, yeah. but it, they did definitely go into it cocky. Like, oh, we got this.
0: Yeah. And, and then, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Taylor Goldsmith is going to be joining us, the lead singer of Dawes and, um, uh we're also going to do uh something for you people that are in the uh, free feed we do a thing called stupid question of the week now uh, we're going to bring that to this episode because we uh we uh, we kind of gave that the bumps rush on last week's episode of uh on 27 n so we'll do a couple of uh stupid questions of the week with taylor hopefully he'll play a couple of songs and uh we'll talk about how he's he and his uh, beautiful wife i guess they're they're also expecting a baby oh uh exciting. we can hear about how they're dealing with uh, with the lockdown and so on and so forth uh, we'll go around the horn very quickly, check in with everybody. Um, and uh, I've got, of course, Oliver's trivia question. So we'll do all that and more when we come back right after this. Uh, listen, this is, you You know this. Uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I mean, we, who wouldn't like it? And Once you try it, you go, hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there.
1: Yeah, it's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it.
0: the other day. Oh my God. Oh, they got all the all I sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com meals.com slash part 050. Use code Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo five zero to get fifty percent off your first box plus twenty percent off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor good food fast well, because Come you were
1: off-key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was
0: on-key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hello, everybody. It is. Welcome back to the program, episode 2715. Now listen, we've been joined by royalty that seems high that seems very high now that i've said it out loud uh folk music royalty how about that how about uh, jimmy pardo's record collection royalty is that uh, is anybody still buying any of what i'm just trying to dish out uh taylor goldsmith is with us taylor of course is in the band dawes uh he's been with us before and uh and you know what i'm gonna say it early he's gonna be with us again uh, and he's here now uh, dawes has the new album out called good luck with whatever uh that is uh this won't surprise you i find to be fantastic and um they uh, taylor hello first of all it's good to see you.: it's good to see you now listen i don't know enough about uh, where you and your beautiful uh, wife live do you guys do you live in the hills are you in the valley are you comfortable even saying we're uh, we're in like the pasadena area you're um,
6: over there um, yeah so it's, where are
0: you at altadena <laughs> arcadia my my brother's my brother's
6: in altadena actually like 10 minutes from us all right but, yeah uh, we're, we're you in, in morovia like sort of borderline eagle rock Pas- pasadena
0: all right uh and i based on the room that you're in right now it's obviously a beautiful house i'm basing it on uh the shelving and that little weird window up above your uh your left ear um and i i mentioned this going to into the break that you and your uh your uh beautiful wife mandy you're you're due you're you're about to have a baby right did the baby is due yeah. in a few months maybe yeah
6: like late-ish february maybe early march i don't know but but uh but yeah around then
0: how has uh, now Matt's got uh, two kids. I have the one. Uh, it's been a long time since we've been dealing with, uh, you know, uh, a pregnant lady in the house and moods and so on and so forth. How is it going for so far for you guys?
6: It's good. I mean, like the where she's just starting the third trimester, the the uh, first one was was funny just because it's like, you know, she's she's in so much just so much nausea and she's so tired and it's just such a whirlwind that she's going through. And I'm sort of this constant bearer of bad news of like, well, probably should try to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Like, It's it's just the last thing she wanted to hear. Um, But she's actually, she's so self-aware. So even when she's going to those, went to those places, like all of like twice, um, she was able to kind of acknowledge it. So it was actually like all things considered, it was like super easy for me but um but uh, real a real uh real insane experience for her i think
0: now i will warn you about this my wife and i had a similar situation uh, that it was fairly easy but in the last uh, although our son was what two weeks late i think uh, the last two to three weeks, um, we literally were talking about getting a divorce. That's how <laughs> wow. uh, intense it got. Like, I'll just fucking leave. It got like that.
6: Um, and of course we were just- I've, I've had like, like I've had people tell me like, um, you need to just take separation off the table for the first six months <laughs> of your kid's existence. And I'm like, that sounds so sad. Like, yeah, but that's just how it works. You need to yeah, just like it's... remove that from the menu.
0: <laughs> uh, because it, it well it certainly was there for us, and then immediately went away as soon as yeah. you know the baby was born. But it was like we were sitting in our old house that we were renting. Uh, I, I remember very clearly we were sitting on the back porch. And I just went, well, maybe we should just get a divorce. Maybe that-. And she was like, yeah, maybe we should. And like, holy shit, we're really having this conversation? <laughs> oh and then God. 10 minutes later, we weren't. But it still was like, <laughs> still very vivid. I don't know exactly where I was seated and everything. But uh, so good luck with that is my point. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. And do you know, Taylor, do you know uh, the gender? Are you waiting to be surprised how are you guys uh, are? It'll be a little boy. That a boy. Yeah. Right? Really with? <laughs> <laughs> Uh Now, I'll warn you, Taylor, you don't know this about Jimmy Pardo uh that we when we had our first ultrasound uh we were told it was going to be a girl and uh we then uh painted a room pink and bought a bunch of uh, girls clothes and got a bunch of girls clothing at the baby shower and then imagine our surprise when we got a little baby boy so uh double and triple check the ultrasound is my point (laughs) okay (laughs) um because for us it was one of those uh well you guys know the sex right we go yeah and they like so we never had the conversation again so we just all went down the path so yeah, uh, that's kind of us so maybe i should we should double check it, went, it couldn't hurt to just say uh we're still on board that it's a dude right like i, it, I think it could be helpful for you uh but that's and, and is mandy uh for those that don't know mandy moore is taylor's uh, wife who is uh, of course a talented musician and actress as well uh are, is she back at work are they are they shooting and is she going in uh, as a pregnant lady?
6: Yeah she's going and and it's happening I mean it was before it was happening It was really easy to be scared of And stress about at least for me um, Just because of the world we're living in Obviously and the fact that she's pregnant But um, as time went on And the the amount of um, Safety protocols That they have on the show that she's on are pretty above and beyond it's almost yeah. like she's safer there than here Like it's, right, it's right. extreme so so um that i actually like I, I was leading up to it i was really
0: concerned and once it started i was like oh this is great um and matt you watch uh, this this is us yeah we, love it. We, for some reason my wife and i never dove in i guess i cry enough is uh, <laughs> uh, is it back already this season or is it one that has not restarted
1: yeah it's back Oh, it is. Oh, it's back and now gone again. Now they're coming back in January, so they they just yeah, finished. they normally
6: take that December break, but this time they were only able to squeeze four episodes in. Normally, that's like eight or ten, so it yeah. feels more like more of a normal break. But um, so that
0: so they yeah they they'll be back in January. Um, all right. Well, that's enough about your wife. Um, <laughs> you're here, right? Uh, what um, uh, before in, earlier before we took our break, Taylor, we were talking about the uh, the Queen's Gambit. Did you happen to watch that? I watched the first episode and,
6: and I haven't I haven't I haven't continued. I I liked it. I I feel like for me to like have a real opinion on it when like when I've only seen like one thing is wouldn't be fair. So I don't I mean, are you guys is it worth sticking around with?
1: I uh, think so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I think so. We enjoyed it. Okay.
1: I also think it picks uh, up after the first one. Like I, feel, I feel like the first one is 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 like at first. I remember being like, "Wow, this is dark and and a bummer." Uh, but then I, once she grows up, it's like now she right. gets into her life and it's a little.
6: Yeah, I would be curious to see that. I mean, I th- I thought it was stunning looking. I was, it was mm-hmm. so beautiful to look at visually, and um, the dialogue just felt like st- kind of condensed and stilted in like a, in like an effective way, but it was like i don't play with strangers like stuff like that where i was like wow that's bold um um but i it, i was intrigued and i feel like i would probably like it if i kept going
0: yeah. uh you know i'm gonna differ from Matt. i actually liked the uh, the first episode a lot and i thought that it uh, uh, got okay and then good um oh, okay. i think there's a little uh, little valley in there that uh, kind of bored the hell out of me but uh at the end of the day i would say watch it it's fun yeah. uh but the reason i bring it up is uh, we were talking about uh, chess and uh, our take on chess, that we always feel the people that play chess are smart, uh, or at least we, we equate that with smart. Uh, are you a chess player? I would like to
6: be. I'm not a chess player. My um, my game is uh, the New York Times crossword. I haven't missed a game in like a year and a half. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. And I'm getting to a point where I can do Monday through Thursday-ish Without the auto correct, um, where like if you got it wrong, it sh- tells you. Um, I can't do Friday or Saturday like that. That's too crazy. But, yeah, no, so yeah, that's
0: I, I'm not familiar enough with that. Is is Friday? It gets tougher as the week goes on. Is that yeah, yeah. Monday is Monday's the
6: easiest. Saturday's the hardest, and then Sunday's the biggest. It's like it's probably as hard as like a Wednesday or a Thursday, but it's just huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the way. To, and it's always that way. How long does one of those take you? The Monday will be like almost 10 minutes the the mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday will be like
1: 30 to 45 Wow that sounds That's fast
6: but I don't do it all at once or else I'll just like get that gross feeling of being on my phone too much but any but it's funny you mentioned chess because like I because the crossword is my thing I was sort of like well everyone's talking about chess right now and I'm gonna play again so I like went on a website and played and I just don't know how to play anymore. I mean, I know how to play, but I don't know how to like strategize at all. So it's really just a bloodbath with the computer, <laughs> where like just taking each other's pieces, and then at the end, it's like, well, I have five pieces, he has two, <laughs> and like all I'm doing is following him around the board. I have no idea how to actually like end this game. <laughs> that was really uh, eye opening for me as to uh, like how how little I know what I'm
0: doing. Yeah. Well, what none of us do, right? we have to you have to learn, and uh, I, I don't I don't have the patience for it, or the brain. I don't think to uh, yeah. to enjoy it.
6: Yeah, the idea of thinking what uh, f- moves ahead and and having an idea as to what someone else is going to do like that, you have to really, yeah, you have to spend so much time with that, I would imagine.
0: Here's a question I have for you guys, and this may show you how dumb I am, uh, but we've got 15 years of the show to prove that. But here's <laughs> another example of me being stupid. Why do they mark down the move that was just made? Uh, what's the point in that? You can see the move that was made, Hmm. And so why make a little note on what they did? Or are they making a note on they did that and so I can now do this? What's the premise? Anybody know? I don't know. They I have those have little pads guess. of paper. What do you think, Elliot?
2: My guess is that since they since they have all these sort of different um, strategies in their head of, of different what different moves can mean, that they can look back at the last three or four moves that the other player made, and then use that to say, "Oh, they must be doing this." Strategy. Oh, okay. Hey, that makes sense. I think that that was what I thought it was, anyway.
1: I I assumed from the show because one of the very few things cause the show doesn't really get into the nitty gritty of chess. It was it, right. which is which I was glad to its credit. I think. yeah, I'm I I didn't want that, and I'm glad they didn't do it. But but it seemed like they were uh, being told to do that just to keep a record of it. Uh, because like in a in a big tournament there would be someone tracking the game so that they can then print how the game went but in a in a small tournament where everyone like a bunch of people are playing at once they probably just need it to be recorded and so it falls to the players themselves
0: to you record think? the game
1: but,
2: but they did do it in the big matches as well yeah yeah and got, i've always that's
0: seen that's them do it yeah i got it here we go garen cockerel please yes garen
3: at all levels of chess you have to write down moves so that if a mistake happens like making an illegal move or discovering it late and discovering it later which could be anything from moving your king into check to having two bishops on the same color square you can hmm. rewind the match to fix it
0: oh, oh all right okay. well there that we go learn something here today you're oh, wow.
6: welcome. no penalty so you sense.
0: know what the what the example of that is uh, there's no dumb question guys that's what we learned yeah. from that mm-hmm. yeah right i set myself up to get kicked in the balls and it turns out uh, it's, it's a good question. Good, good question. Uh, yeah, I never... I don't think I
1: knew that they did that until I watched that show.
0: Uh, I didn't know that either. Well, listen, when I played back in the 80s, fellas, uh, <laughs> and got my ass kicked, I, of course, would have my my notepad. And, sure. Uh, I tell, are told a story about how I dated a girl who... Uh, her family was very much into chess, and I'd played one game, and her stepfather yelled, Finish him! Wow. <laughs> and, uh, yes, they were <laughs> very much into it, and I was not. And I didn't care if I lost. And they... <laughs> Uh, I just wanted, again, to put my members only jacket back on and leave that apartment. (laughs) Uh, All right. Taylor Goldsmith is here. Taylor, of course, is in Dawes. Let's get to Oliver's. uh, We got a trivia question. We got, of course, as a uh, teased, hopefully some songs will happen. Um, And uh, by the way, Taylor, I'm going to say this about your band. Uh, You guys, I don't know who's in charge of your merch, but man, you guys really know how to do merch. You guys uh, (laughs) really know how to put those packages together, like when a new album comes out and Hey, if you get this package, you get the colored vinyl, you get the uh, you get the uh, I'm, I've got the patch on my nice uh, on my desk right here. Uh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this patch. I'm not uh, I don't have a jean jacket, uh, but I have the patch that has been on my desk since the album arrived. And I, I don't know where to put it. I don't know what to do with this patch, um, but you guys have great shirts. Your merch is always great. Uh, do you have a uh, somebody specific for that? Or do you, have, do you go to like a, a, a person that does merch for a bunch of different bands?
6: um we yeah yeah it's it's a company we work with now and like we then and our managers are are really kind of gung-ho about about you know keeping ideas flowing our bassist wiley is probably the most uh like visually aesthetically minded so whenever there's like uh a run of ideas for merch stuff we always ask him because like I almost have like a hundred percent batting average with like, whenever it's something that I like, it's going to be the worst seller. So I just don't (laughs) vote anymore. I have no opinions. Um, And the things that I'm like, that won't work are like gangbusters. So I just, I don't trust myself at all. I never have really with that sort of thing. I wish I had more of a visual brain. I just don't. But, uh, but yeah, why they? Our basis kind of spearheads that thank God.
0: Well, tell him that he, does. according to comedian Jimmy Pardo, he does a great job and, (laughs) uh, because I, when I go on the website, I, it's like, I like I like every shirt. I like every design, and I, but I can't buy them all because then I'm that asshole that does nothing but wear Dawes shirts, and then that's a little pathetic and sad. Uh, but Garen, you have one, right? You have the Jaws one, don't you? Oh, I do, yeah.
5: Nice. I love that
3: one. It's, it's hard to top that one, so yeah. we'll have to see what you guys have. But yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: These guys do it right. Uh, I, hey, before we get into this trivia, Taylor, you want to do a song uh, first? Sure. You want to kick a song off? Or? Sure, I'll do a song. Yeah, great. Uh, I might take these headphones
6: off just to sing, just because uh, okay. I'll also probably just sing out of tune.
0: Okay. You do your thing, and uh, we'll stay out of your way. But now I can't hear you guys for a minute. All right.
4: See your healer With that mic strapped to his face You talked about which habits to surrender And which habits to embrace And for the next few days or so I was feeling pretty good But it didn't fix me I even started volunteering With the local sacred heart We feed the homeless on some weekends We pick up trash in all the parks And even though we're cleaning up The whole damn neighborhood It didn't fix me didn't fix me like I thought it would I got that book you recommended about the spy in East Berlin i really like the way it ended how he forgives his friend who turns him in and i think i see what you were saying about how technically it should but it didn't fix me it didn't fix me like i thought it would It didn't fix me It didn't fix me I finally got a nomination For an award that I don't need But I say that out of obligation I really spent hours on my speech Thanks my biggest inspirations And the good folks back in Hollywood But it didn't fix me It didn't fix me like I thought it would It didn't fix me me. I finally found someone that loves me And to her I will be true She sees the ways in which I'm ugly And loves me for those reasons too And even though I'm feeling stronger Than I ever thought I could it still didn't fix me, it didn't fix me, it didn't fix me like I thought it would, it didn't fix me.
0: sounded like you put a needle on a record it sounded so crispy (laughs) didn't it you guys (laughs) uh that's off the uh the new album here i try to get into this there we go what if i move back that's (laughs) off the new album uh good luck with it whatever uh i've got it on vinyl colored vinyl nice orange vinyl
1: um, I like that that album has a title that sounds like what you would say Jimmy if it was called something else like you would just be like it's called uh, good luck with whatever like you would just bail right. on
0: trying to get it right so that's it's like he, um, he, he wrote like it think that way I titled this album Matt. I'm going to take full credit for that based on what you just said mm-hmm. uh, and Taylor when you start doing shows again I want you to announce that to the crowd that uh, this is our new album that was uh, titled by comedian Jimmy Pardo um, as by the way speaking of live shows I talked about it on the show before uh, Danielle and Oliver and I uh, went out uh, to Orange County we braved uh, their maskless lifestyle <laughs> in Orange County and uh, went to see uh, Dawes at the uh, the Grove they did a parking lot show uh, which of course was fantastic it was wonderful thank and first of all thank you for providing that to give us something to do uh, that was for the most part safe you stay away from other people what was that like Taylor to be doing a show out in a parking lot we've talked to comedians that have done it but as a mu- musician and we're all basically in our cars. What was it like for you guys to perform at, at shows like that?
6: That was an insane night for me. <laughs> um, I haven't told this story. Um, I hope my dad doesn't mind. Um, but uh, it was a it was intense. We'd done it the night before in like the San Diego area, and that had gone fairly well. And then that night, um, you know, it was it was mellow for the most part we were we were feeling cool about it um but and then when the show started it seemed like there was a little bit more of like a looseness in the front row but i was sort of like you know what it seems like the people that are aren't wearing masks and are close to someone else seem to know each other and are there together they have their own space it's not my place to give it an extra thought so i just kind of let it go and then of of all people um in the universe. Um, it turned out Jackson Brown had come to the show um, because he'd been invited by the radio station and someone told us like, like, Oh, Jackson came. So, Oh, that's so sweet. He didn't even, he didn't even tell us he was coming. Um, So we, we said hi to him before at like distanced or whatever. And then when we started playing, there was all these people in the front row that I was talking about and then Jackson's kind of like marching up the middle. He's got his mask on, he's filming some stuff. And um and it felt like, oh, this is fine. Like and this is awesome. It's like a, a hero of mine and 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 it's really su- sweet and generous of him to like want to do this. I don't think he was technically allowed to stand there because you like pay for those spots, <laughs> but like it's Jackson and then so no one's going to say anything to him. Right. So anyway, all that is to say because that happened he he then like walks away, um, and watches from somewhere else. I don't know where. And then I slowly see my dad, um, several rows back with his cane. He's like seventy four, and he walks. He's got he's got a cane now, and he's he just moves a little slower. And um and he's kind of like making his way down to the front. And like oh no, like this this isn't good. And um and he pulls up right to the front after like you know it, it takes him a, like a song or so and he gets right to that front row and he notices that the, the other people there don't have their masks on so why why should he and so he just like takes it off and starts like singing with his hands up and he's like rocking out in this like front row experience and then like and then Jackson saw that and comes back and was like, Lenny, my dad's name is Lenny. He's like, Lenny, you got to put that mask back on. Um, and he's like, no, I tested negative, so I'm fine. And and then Griffin, my brother, who's the drummer, uh, gave him a look, like, put that mask back on. So he finally put it back on. And so they're standing there next to each other watching it. I was like, this is like a weird, like, field day for my therapist. <laughs> it's like, I'm playing songs about my feelings while my father and my and like a childhood hero of mine are literally the entire front row there's no one else (laughs) right just like standing shoulder to shoulder watching me um it was really weird and i was kind of like you know it's not a big deal and i love him more than anything but i was a little miffed at my dad so i didn't want to look at him and i didn't want to look at jackson because i would feel like my dad would be like maybe bummed so i was kind of just trying to like pretend neither of them were there right (laughs) it was really surreal so i left being scared for my dad i I mean we we actually had a real like musically that night couldn't have been more fun we felt um really connected to each other obviously there's nothing that can make up for a, a live audience where you could really read people but through their car horns we felt like we got a good sense of how people were enjoying themselves and we loved like that part of it we loved playing the music that night but after i got in the car on my drive home from anaheim I was like, if my dad's sick, I'll never forgive myself. Like, this isn't worth this. Like, I I love playing music. I miss it so much. But I like I can't leave a show feeling like the way I do right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And your dad ended up being fine, right? He ended up being fine. Thank God.
0: That said, Jackson Brown got it from the father. So that's (laughs) the the downside of this. Uh, And he went and he said, doctor, my eyes. (laughs) Come on, guys. That's a Jackson Brown song that I just used in conversation for humor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um the uh we had a great time my my son uh and my and my wife we, my wife would come with me to see you guys at the wiltern once uh but they're honestly they're not the biggest dogs they don't know dawes like i do and yeah uh but i was like you know what we pay for the car so let's all go and uh they loved it they ended up enjoying oh, cool. it and uh they uh they gave dad his space when it was time to get out of the car and sob during a few songs and uh <laughs> for, for the most part we uh we enjoyed it as a family uh my, my son is very um uh he, 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 for lack of a better he's a mask nazi and so he yells at people if they're not wearing their mask and so he gets real tense if we and again orange county not a lot of masks yeah. and yeah. so he was like dad that guy's not wearing his mask and <laughs> so we they stayed in the car for the most part while i wandered and and with my hanky and uh and mask um but it was great and and, and again <laughs> thank i thank you so guys much I was, it was so it. cool to, to hear that you were there i was really psyched it was uh it was great. the The weather was perfect, so you could yeah. get out of your car from time to time. We went to the drive, and I was telling these guys uh, in Glendale on Friday to see Mission Impossible, which we've done a number of times, going to that spot. And uh, but Friday was freezing. Mm. It was like yeah. you know we're, we're in the car with blankets on and <laughs> uh, just trying anything to stay warm while the movie is and almost like as it's going on, like this better fucking end soon because I you know I'm gonna get frostbite if this movie doesn't and did, end. But, did you
6: do where the sound came through the radio?
0: Yes does that sound good uh you know what we do actually uh because i have an electric car and i'm not sure how long the battery will last so we bring a portable radio oh wow cool uh that i bought on amazon for 9.99 it's not even a good one um but it works great oh cool, That's and, cool to uh, hear. yeah we've done maybe like five or six of those drive-ins now we're going again to see christmas vacation in a couple of weeks nice uh, but again it's something to do where you know you yeah. kind of feel safe doing it yeah uh, I mean, not. In, I can't go to that dog show anymore. I got your father running around <laughs> spitting on everybody. I can't run that risk. <laughs> um, do you have any more of those uh, planned, uh, Taylor? Or is that uh, did your father ruin this for everybody?
6: <laughs> um, I wanted. We want to do more. We actually one thing that we did um, just to stay busy and do anything was we just we recorded a lot more. I think we finished another album. Oh wow! Great. Uh, yeah. It's 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 wouldn't be able to come out for. You know, probably feel like early 2022 or something, but it just feels like, well, we can't tour the way we want. Um, so, like, let's not do nothing and let's do the other thing we know to do, which is make records. Um, I'm hoping that there will be more shows. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if our first runs back out will be like pod outdoor shows that people are doing where we get tested and we stay on the bus and we never leave the grounds. Um, and it's always outside. It's basically yeah, like a traveling thing, like what we just did with, with the drive-ins. Um, but maybe maybe like people can sit on their patch of grass instead of have their car. I don't. I don't know. I, I just think that by the time May gets a, r- rolls around, um, you know, that time of next year, we'll we'll know so much more than we know right now. It's sort of. Like a, tadpole trying to imagine what it'll be like being a frog someday it's like we just don't know what next year's going to be like
0: right well like you say hopefully may will know more and they, i was listening to uh, msnbc today they were talking about like the first batch of vaccines going out and all that and who's going to get it first and uh, i was as surprised you guys to hear my name is being one of the top 5 that they're going to get it so uh wow so that's great news so, Congrats. again that came as a shock to me as well yeah. um uh all right listen uh, more music to come but let's get to oliver's trivia question mm-hmm. taylor goldsmith is here um, and Garen if that dog barks one more time I swear to God I, I'm going to come over there and put a bullet in its head
3: <laughs> I don't know what's going on with those guys They're going crazy
0: <laughs> That may be an overreaction by the way I might just uh, not do anything It's <laughs> probably, probably going to be more more of the case Alright here we go cool. Your topic is original uses Original uses hmm. That okay. is okay. the topic He seems to write a lot of these Hey it was supposed to be used for this it's Probably <laughs> yeah. and Now it does this so uh, Write down it.
2: your and we almost never get it right.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So original uses, I'm gonna write mine down. Uh
6: and write down in the number, right?
0: Right, right. Anywhere yeah. from zero to twenty five. Mm-hmm. And then I will read it. Uh, and as I always say, Taylor, my son has the worst handwriting in the world because they don't teach it in school anymore. Uh, so I will now try to read the question. Uh, and by the way, in case you're curious, the original uses is uh, looks like original L S E S. So <laughs> he's the worst. Hmm. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, what? Oh, hang on. I thought it was coming in. What everyday item was originally only used by Chinese judges? so that the court didn't know what they were thinking.
6: Is this like a real thing or is this like a riddle?
0: Like <laughs> a joke? Uh, no, 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 it's a, it's a real question. It's a okay. real good question. Uh, <laughs> okay,
6: so, uh, it, so it, tell it, me but, one more time.
0: And I beg you not to give that idea to him because all of a sudden they will all be riddles. If he, if he hears it. um, <laughs> it's really good
6: jokes. <laughs> yeah, these, are, uh, no, these are
0: straight up questions. Oh, okay, um, okay. What everyday item was originally only used by Chinese judges so that the court didn't know what they were thinking. Wow. Huh. What could that be? I am writing something
2: be? down. Uh, huh? I think I'm very smart on this, but I'm you sure I'm so? wrong. I'm, look, I, I think I'm very smart on all these and then end up being completely missing the target. So right. history I'm not is not right on my to- side.
0: I'm going to recuse myself because I actually know the answer to this. It's the uh, it's the Halloween Groucho glasses. So I'm going to take myself <laughs> yeah. out of this. Those they're are everyday historical. items in this <laughs> house. That's yeah. They're right, they everyday <laughs> items. <laughs> Don't uh, leave home without them. Yep. I'm going to write the... I, I, I'm wrong, but I'm writing this down. There's no way it's that. All right. All right, so there's... Uh, everybody got their answer in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm uh all right let's check in then let's go to uh, elliot uh elliot if you don't mind i'm gonna go to garen first if you're cool with that
2: i'm i'm totally fine with <laughs> with so. uh, with that
0: uh, taylor what that was is i was i said i went to the wrong person and god forbid i make a mistake i have to cover it in some way uh that's what just happened so garen uh everything all right why are the dogs going bananas garen i well earlier it was because the maintenance guys that i
3: specifically told not to come between 11 and 2 Showed up at 11:23. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they did not. I they don't know. At
6: least at 11.02. That's
3: possible. So they were late. <laughs> they were 20 so minutes late. i doubly yeah. totally yeah. mad at
6: that. Right. you gave sure. them
3: that two-minute two, the two window to avoid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't keep, be here at 11.02. two.
0: time you. before
3: or after. but Right. And I don't know why they were just barking. Somebody must have come drop a package off or something.
0: Uh, hey, Garen, uh, you're a guy that uh, is in the workforce, and you went back uh, to work. Uh, you, you worked on uh, Black Friday uh, as Los Angeles about to lock down again. How was business on Black Friday, Garen? Mm-hmm.
3: Dead was it really mm, Wow it was dead I they actually called me Saturday and said don't come in really it was that oh, because slow. it was so slow hmm. which I was shocked it was funny because I was actually gonna call out sick because I hurt my back the other day at work so I
0: first of all I don't believe how did you hurt your back what uh,
3: I was sent to dig through boxes of magazines to look for this Harry Styles Vogue and I guess I just lifted it up wrong and, oh, Jesus! and then it just kind of tweaked my back they actually told me not to go in for the rest
0: of the week my doctor so oh you did go to the doctor that's right uh, you had mentioned yeah. you got to see the doctor and yeah. did you go to my guy You go to boom bots you know i did <laughs> all right good good well, did, yeah, sounds like you gave you good advice it doesn't uh, look like i thought he was going to look <laughs> right it's always shocking to people <laughs> it sure is <laughs> what uh so you have not been back to work since black friday no i haven't
3: Boy, I but I it's been well, slow I, enough that they said don't come in which i was
0: kind of shocked by I'm I'm shocked, but I'm also kind of glad to hear that, that people are yeah. Uh, yeah. following the, uh, the quote-unquote lockdown. Yeah, even before that,
3: it was super... Like, people had their kids in there running around playing tag, and like, what the hell's going on? Wow. You can't... <laughs> ugh, <it's> annoying.
0: <laughs> All right, well... Uh. What? Just kids.
1: Yeah. Why did you, did you, did you lose? That's why you're upset. You lost at the game of tags. <laughs> you're mad at those
3: kids. You know, I used to be really good at tag. I've, I've lost the
0: fundamentals, well, I after, guess. After
1: that back problem. I don't, I don't That's imagine a, you, yeah. you can be very mobile. That's yeah, kind of tag.
0: unfair. Yeah. Dude. It's a guy with horrible back problems. You know, this has been the summer of epidurals. Yeah. Oh. Take care of your back. I beg of you. Take care of your back.
3: Yeah. They gave me a muscle relaxer and uh, some kind of a other thing. Anti inflammatory, I guess.
0: Yeah. Wow. Uh all right, well uh take those uh, what'd you get, Tremadol. <laughs> <laughs> uh maybe. Hello? I don't know. Uh, right. She said something with an
3: M, met, met uh, methacarbonol. Yeah, maybe. Is that the yeah.
1: end? Again, I know, like, I know oh, everything what? about wait. back pain because of the <laughs> you, bullshit yeah. I've been through. You're like the queen's gamut of back medicine. <laughs> I really
5: am. <laughs> like, like, wait, but seeing I knew nothing the pills about it in ceiling. April. <laughs> I
6: do
0: nothing. Uh, then you all know, of a sudden. I,
6: I, this is going to be the most annoying thing you, that you probably already heard a bunch. <laughs> My brother, uh, because he's the drummer, like, you know, having to sit on a little drum throne with your back as straight as you can have it for like three plus hours. Yeah he would suffer like his back pain was so extreme. And then someone gave him the book healing back pain and he read it and he was the, the most skeptical. He's like, I'm not going to read a book and, and it's not going to make any difference. Like my back's fucked up from playing drums. Sure enough, like finished that book and back pain was gone because really? like it's just the whole book. And not to be all like woo woo. Cause it's not my way, but the whole book was really about how like, it's where we store our, our, um, our stress and our trauma and our, and, and, and like more psychic pain, we don't know, like we actually are putting it in our back. And, um, and if it's not your back, then it's your stomach and it's your ulcers. Like, it's really more about like how to actually relax. Um, it was really fascinating Mm. to hear him kind of school me on it. Um, and, but yeah, it made a world of difference for him. Hmm. So, I, uh, I that might sound annoying
0: and no no it's it, 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 it Taylor t- to your point we had many a listener that recommended that book to me and I was annoyed by them every time they suggested it like mind your business you know anything about my back I'm not gonna yeah. read some weird crystals book yeah. and I eventually was like hey hey fuck I gotta give this a shot and so I tried it and I have to admit that it's uh that it's helped a little bit I I'm not uh, <laughs> uh like even when I go to the doctor he and, and I said to him you know, hey, thanks, that's, that last epidural worked. He's like, you know what, it, it we always get the credit. It's you guys. If you're doing the work outside of here, your back wow. is going to feel better. And admittedly, it feels, I, I, my pain is a one to a two, and it was an eight or a nine. So it's wow. really worked. That's amazing. Wow. And I'm doing the work. I'm doing the stretching, and I'm doing yeah. everything they say to do, which admittedly, when I was younger, I would have been like, ah, I did it one or two days. It didn't help. So now I'm done. But right. now yeah. I do it every single day. And uh, uh, God, that's great, great to work. hear rest of my life though i'm gonna throw myself off a cliff if i gotta do these
1: stretches (laughs) i that's i have i'm getting more and more like uh less flexible as i get older and i hate stretching so much but i know like i just crossed the line uh that i didn't realize was coming until i got there where like just reaching down to put my shoe on like it used to just be like i wouldn't think about it now when i go to do it i'm like oh i I have to like think about like how how to do this now. It's like a Where li- my foot go? little little bit of more tightness than there used to be that just throws everything out of whack. And I'm like, I bet I should just start stretching like every day. But I <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't do some want light to. That's I the don't answer? want and to. Do it young Taylor, you're a young guy. Do it now. Start
6: stretching seriously. It's, and it's like it's so it's almost like annoying when you find out that it works. Right. Like you're yep. you're almost like pissed. You're like, no, I was I was kind of cool with the fact that there was nothing I could do. Right. And now it turns out that there was and I'm doing it and it's working and it it's almost makes you more angry. But 100%. yeah, like at the beginning of the pandemic, I started like exercising more and with that started stretching more. And, like, I'm touching my toes for the first time in my life. It, like, I'd, I had written that off. Like, that's right. not how my body's built. It's not ever going to happen. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, wow. Turns out everyone was right.
0: Surprise. <laughs> <I know. Half laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Garen, uh, let's get your uh, answer on this. Uh, the uh, Something that's an uh, everyday item uh, was originally only used by Chinese judges so that the court didn't know what they were thinking. I, I mean, this is
3: a... It could be anything, really. I mean, anything. I'm just gonna go with sunglasses.
0: <laughs> wow, just a little little Corey Hart action. All right, Interesting. You know. uh, all right. Well, let's find out, uh, Elliot. Uh, we check in with you in Palms, California. uh, Hello. uh I assume your weekend went well, and all sorts on and so yeah. forth. Yeah, everything. Everything's
2: pretty reasonable. I got some got some rest and uh, did some work, and you know, didn't didn't have any special Thanksgiving stuff. Didn't uh, didn't do any. Although I. <laughs> I did get one sort of, but I got it for me. Uh, I got a, uh, I got a counter to put in my kitchen, a butcher block counter because, because uh, they don't really have anything that's good to um, like knead dough on. And I haven't made bread in a little while, even though I know bread was the thing that we're all supposed to be doing. And I'm a right. bread guy. But um, but I just. <laughs> it, so it's it's coming. And then I will uh, then I will make some bread for myself. But uh, other than that, nothing, nothing really exciting that I can think of.
0: Do you take the old counter off and replace it with this counter? Or does this counter go on top of the counter that is existing? So it is designed
2: to be a replacement counter. But I also bought feet. So I'm going to put the feet on the counter. And the counter, I've measured everything so it'll mm-hmm. all fit. And so this will sit on top, and I. It's going to be interesting because I think you know when you clean it, I'm probably going to have to lift it up and, and go underneath and make sure that there's there's no extra water and stuff under there. But but uh, yeah, so that's there's a logistics issue that that I will be dealing with. But uh, but no, I'm not replacing the counter.
1: All right. Jimmy, you know, you, you, you and I have known Elliot about 10 years and you know that whenever anyone says, what's that guy, what's Elliot like, Uh, what's his deal? First thing I think of, he's a bread guy. That's a bread Bread guy. I mean, if I need two words to explain him, it's bread. guy. (laughs) I've never heard you. I've I
0: maybe maybe I love bre- bread. maybe once you mentioned making I well, we know you to make bread. You've never mentioned it once. I, yes, I
2: have. I definitely have mentioned it at least once.
0: But you know, we don't listen.
2: <laughs> <You know laughs> well, there. Okay, then. But I mean, I have a I have a pizza stone in my oven that I that I yeah. have used a few times now. Um, and uh, when I was at my uh, condo, still, um, I had a I had I actually had a little table that I like. You know those IKEA tables that they fold it fold down. Yes, You lift them up and then you bring the thing out. Well, they had one that was wood. I put one of those in just to, to use for kneading bread because my counters at that place was the tile with the grout and everything. And I didn't I have a proper okay. uh, cutting board. So I decided to, to handle my business that way.
1: All right. Change the sign behind your head. should say bread guy. <laughs> Yeah, the bread, bread maker, guy.
0: right? The
1: bread maker? Okay. I, I just think bread guy. <laughs> I like bread guy better, too.
0: You do whatever you want to do. God forbid, my, uh, the guy who hosts the show and is the star of the program has an advantage. But input then on this. his words were, I'm a bread guy. I, again, God forbid, uh, uh, go, go, go with the bass player's ideas, guys. He knows the best. You only have one singer, Matt. <laughs> um, Elliot, what's your answer on this?
2: Well, so when, it, when he said Chinese judge, I went back. Back in time, way back. I was thinking history, five thousand years, whatever it is. So, um, so I said hand fan,
0: hand fan. Ah, that's a good answer. All right. Uh, by the is way, that I didn't a,
2: mention...
6: Is that a day-to-day item in your house? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I bet Garen has one to, to his left or right. Taylor, it gets hot when you're making no. bread. You got you to gotta cool yourself off from that
0: bread oven. <laughs> right. That's a good point. Gets hot in the oven, Taylor. Uh, by the way, I forgot to mention, Taylor, you could win $5 if you get this right. Yeah. Oh, $5. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. I know you guys aren't on tour, so you can, five bucks is uh, go get yourself some Del Taco. <laughs> Works out.
2: I'm reasonably right certain I have a hand fan somewhere in here, if I look oh, hard enough.
0: If anybody does, it's you. But uh, <laughs> well, we've
2: seen Garen's. What, what, right? is, what is First your of say, all, Shade? I've what got two say? of them. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> but two is more than the zero most of us have, Garen. Yeah.
2: Are you sure uh, that you don't packed, have at least one way. hand fan somewhere in your house?
0: Who are you talking about? It's really cool.
6: <laughs> it's ahead, funny Taylor. that like I associate the hand fan with geishas. And so, like like the the idea that they got it from judges would
5: be
1: awesome <laughs> yeah I, know, I was thinking that too it's like if it was if it originated with judges wouldn't it have some funny name like oh you mean the ju- the judge blocker <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hand, hand, me that, hand me that judge blocker i'm a little warm uh matt what is your answer <laughs> i uh i also was thinking way back in history uh to figure this is from a long time ago but i said curtains just uh, curtains
0: interesting curtains yeah yeah, I get it, right? They would uh, go behind the curtain. Uh, not like the way we used to vote in this country. You'd go in there and yeah. nobody would see who you're voting for, mm-hmm. right? Then you proudly walk out with your number 45 red hat on. <laughs> um, kidding. Taylor, just so you know, kidding. 100% kidding.
5: Um, uh,
0: Taylor, your answer. Well, um, I
6: originally... This is no longer my answer, but I originally had sunglasses, and I still think that that's more likely than my new answer, but I don't want to split $5. So <laughs> sure. um, I
1: changed Well, no, that's why it. the bet comes into it. The bet comes it, into play. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could still win it, if you bet more than him.
6: Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. Wait, well, still, I'm just going to go with bandana.
0: bandana. A bandana. Right? Goes I don't think that's right. From I think Liverpool.
6: sunglasses make more sense, but.
0: Yeah, to use your words, is the bandana an everyday item there in the house for you guys? (laughs)
1: He's a rock star. Of course it is. Yeah, really. He's not a bandit. It is during COVID.
6: (laughs) Oh, that's a good point, right? (laughs) Uh, You do it
0: bandit style.
6: Yeah.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. All right. by the way, my answer, and I, I don't know if you can see it with the green screen, uh, is can you can you read that? OK, answer, or-
2: answer. You wrote answer, <laughs> answer yeah. A- abo- above it. I can't. read. Oh, oh. No, I can't tell what that
0: says. Hand, hand fan. fan. Hand fan.
5: Wow.
0: Hey. <laughs> OK, I wrote <laughs> hand fan as well. So uh Assets. I- I hope Taylor's mocking pays off for us, Elliot.
2: I mean, <laughs> I, I do as well.
1: I feel like uh, every answer seems like it could be the right answer. I think sunglasses yeah. could be right. I think fan could be right. Uh, Curtain or right, something. I don't know. Uh, here we go.
0: Here's your answer. Here is your answer. I will tell you this. We have a winner.
2: Hey. We have a winner. We have a winner.
0: Hmm. Uh, I will give you the explanation first. It covered up their emotions like in poker to ensure an honest trial. Sunglasses. Wow! What? Sunglasses. So you blew I it, right. Goldsmith Taylor. Right? Oh, uh, no. brutal! <laughs> you had it j- just for the fun of it. What did you bet, Taylor? Fifteen bucks. Fifteen. And what did you bet, garen I bet thirteen. I would oh, oh. have it. won. Oh,
5: you blew wow. it. You blew it. That's
0: heartbreaking. Could have been a big winner. Yeah sunglasses do you th- again do you think that that Corey hart song is actually about the uh, the chinese judges when you listen to those <laughs> lyrics now well oh, yeah. you gotta
2: wear them at night when you're uh, when you have night
0: court little night court right no. yeah. marky post shows up <laughs> harry anderson sure uh all right taylor goldsmith is here taylor you want to do another song before we go to break and then we'll come back sure. and uh, finish up sounds good Hey, can I, uh, do I have a request? Can I put in a request? Yeah. Oh, you can hear me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I really thought he not Can commute. you do St. Augustine at night? Is that possible? Totally, no problem. Wonderful, thank you.
4: Cherry gum would cover up the cigarettes we smoked The 7-Up would balance out the beer Mom would make us dinner and we'd all try not to choke Dad was working later every year We'd count the trucks on Highway 1 on their way to Jacksonville Wondering where they headed on from there My brothers and my sister all stood spiritually still As if those roads became the answer to their prayers But i didn't want it any other way this town was the one thing that felt right all these tourists could be kings during the day but not in saint augustine at night I started working at the bait shack Supplying all the fishing tours Pretty soon I was chartering a boat My dad said I needed dumb luck And a secret stash of course If I stood a chance At keeping things afloat That's when my girlfriend told me Hey, there's a baby on the way And I need to know you're gonna go to bat Well, I never put off till tomorrow The things I should have done today No, I've always waited way longer than that I have never had much say in how I felt I've been guided by my barroom appetites. So, if this world belongs to everybody else, just leave me, Saint Augustine at night. The Lord must really love us, common folk. Because he made so goddamn much Now if he'd just point the way to go If he could just start speaking up Our oldest brother left this world For leading one too many lives I guess he settled for none at all The rest of us just grew apart And blamed our husbands and our wives When anyone was asked why they don't call Life became a series Of birthdays, cars, and pets Just anything to look forward to i don't talk about mistakes i don't talk about regrets at this point i'm not sure what good it would do but i'm not asking for anybody's help as i gaze out where the stars dance with the lights If I'm not sure how I feel about myself I still got St. Augustine at night I still got St. Augustine at night
0: Such a beautiful song what a great great song that's on the new album good luck with whatever uh taylor you know i love you and your and your band and all of your songs and and so please take this as the compliment that i uh, I, I hate when people say hey that's my favorite joke of yours or that's my favorite so uh, I, i'm hesitant to say this but the, the verse that starts with our older brother and goes uh till i have no regrets uh may be the best verse you've ever written it is such <laughs> Uh, an amazing uh, series of words uh, Thanks, for lack man. of a better way to put it it is such so moving and wonderful and damn it I, thank you for playing it i, I thank you thank that's you that's the mean. song that i left the car to wander around on uh, <laughs> at the at the, uh, the outdoor concert uh, all right let's take a break we'll be back maybe we could talk to taylor to do one more song we'll get to the stupid question and then uh, we'll end this we'll go back to our said uh, locked in lives
5: all right <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey guys, Matt, here are some dates for you. Taylor Goldsmith is on Twitter at DawesTheBand and on Instagram at TaylorDawesGoldsmith. Uh, follow him both of those places and uh, get some updates on Dawes and what they're doing. Uh, they do have a new album out. It's called Good Luck with Whatever. Uh, we've heard some songs, uh, well, at least two songs from that album today on this episode, and uh, they're fantastic. So I can't wait to dig in deeper on the new Dawes album. Uh, you know, they're one of Jimmy's favorite bands and uh, maybe yours too. So uh, enjoy that new album, and Good Luck with Whatever is the name of it. Uh, Jimmy Pardo is on Twitter at Jimmy Pardo. The show is at Never Not Funny. Elliot is at at Elliot Hochberg. Garen is at my name is Garen. Uh, we're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash never not funny and YouTube at youtube.com slash never not funny. Subscribe to that channel and click the notification bell and you will find clips of every episode plus jimmy's records and tapes which uh, actually new episodes are coming soon so uh, if you like the web series with jimmy talking about uh, his record collection more on the way Uh, also since it's the holiday season if you're looking for gift ideas go to podswag.com slash never not funny and check out our new shirt we've got a new logo shirt up there three different colors to choose from and also the podcastathon 2020 poster which has all of the um, all of our guests actually here's a gigantic version of it that's not that's not how big it is uh if you order one but uh, that's the poster you can get from pod swag and uh, proceeds do benefit smile train so if you want to support a good cause and get a poster with uh, the great caricatures uh by michael muldoon that is available it said it's initially said sold out when they went up uh on the site and that confused some people they are not sold out and now you can order them so check them out and enjoy
0: there we are welcome back to the program episode 2715 i don't know why i feel the need to tell you what episode you're listening to you're an hour and a half into it uh, but, uh in case uh all of a sudden you need to know what numbers are uh and letters nope there's no letters involved 2715 uh taylor goldsmith is here he's uh, from the band uh dawes uh which i don't shut up about their new album is called good luck with whatever and it's fantastic uh if, if you have liked what you've heard here today i recommend uh getting the album and then getting all of their albums and then looking at videos and really just go down to a uh, YouTube, uh, YouTube wormhole uh, where you don't get any sleep for one uh, for an evening. Uh, <laughs> that's the type of music that this guy provides to a Jimmy Pardo. And uh, I recommend that you uh, follow it as well. Unless you like some of that, unless you like corn, then this isn't your thing. <laughs> unless you like Slipknot. Well, then yeah. You're not well, gonna,
6: We might evolve, but you're probably right. (laughs) Do you think you're going to move in that direction? (laughs) Uh, No, I don't. I don't think we're going to move in that direction.
0: Do you listen? I mean, look, you said Jackson Brown's one of your heroes. Obviously, you are a singer-songwriter guy. Do you listen to Korn or Slipknot and appreciate what they do, and it's just not for you? Or maybe you listen to that and you love it. Um, I don't listen to that, but I have found myself getting into stuff that
6: is way far away from Dawes in a way that's... um, Been really inspiring and helpful. Um some uh, like more obvious stuff like a lot of jazz. But uh but recently I've gotten way deep into early Sabbath and all all of Frank Zappa. Frank Zappa's been blowing my mind. His new documentary just came out last week and it's incredible. And um and so I've been wanting to like cause yeah, we do come from like a singer-songwriter like basis, but also with you know, as you know from like the drive-in or whatever else, like if someone that comes to see our show, there's a lot of band, there's a lot of playing. And so, you know, there's a, like, I love Bob Dylan, Warren Zevon and Joni Mitchell and Jackson Brown, but I also love Pink Floyd and Grateful Dead and Dire Straits. Um, And so like, it's something that we want to um, feature more in our music. Like when I look back and there's those Floyd records, like wish you were here or animals where it's like five tracks or six tracks and it's so much amazing playing, um, and not. But it's never like it, I don't know. Self indulgence is. I hate that word because it's like you know you can make a case that all music is self indulgent in a right. sense. Um, but like you listen to animals and you listen to a seventeen minute track of dogs, and um, you're psyched. It's not like it's it's you feel like it it brings you in, and I feel like bands don't do that as much anymore. So that's something that we've been toying around with and flirting with to like really figure out a way to like, let that be okay for us.
0: I, uh, as a fan of both Pink Floyd and you guys, I look forward to it. Uh, (laughs) I will, I was never, I was not into Pink Floyd at all growing up. Uh, In fact, I discovered them in 2006 is when I really got into them and um, have now seen Roger Waters every time he comes to LA and you would think I was into Pink Floyd my whole life. I'm so into them. But, uh, uh, and then you mentioned Zappa. Uh, I was at a band in high school, uh, which I have repeatedly said I should have been fired from immediately because I had a little into a singing ability. but my our guitarist was huge into zappa he was huge into frank zappa kept wanting to do frank zappa songs the rest of the band wow. would go dude nobody wants to hear frank zappa songs at a roller rink so knock it off
6: <laughs> also and, like uh, nobody can play frank zappa songs like they're yeah so i nice.
0: don't uh, i don't want to publicly say he couldn't either but uh, i think you just did for me and um, <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean dweezil barely can and dweezil's great yeah. um, so i went to i went down my I, I got so into zappa right right around when oliver was more like 13 years ago i went mm-hmm. I, I don't know why i got into zappa and i spent like three months listening to nothing but him for three months and i will tell you this haven't listened to him again since yeah. <laughs> so uh enjoy it while it's there although i can't yeah. wait I'm, i look forward to the documentary um which i'm going to watch i think maybe tonight yeah um, it's really good but uh I hear
6: you, though. I mean, he, it's it's such a strong dose of this one thing. I mean, having like the record that kind of broke it open for me, which isn't a surprise to J- Zappa fans, but was um, was uh, apostrophe. That was like the gateway. Right. And um, you just hear it and you're like, I can't believe this is acceptable. Like you, I can't believe someone was allowed to do this. So a lot of the affection for it is really just like the sheer, like appreciation for his will. It's not even like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not identifying with these songs. I definitely can't understand half of what's going on musically. I'm just so happy that it exists, that he was able to carve out a space. And so a lot of my appreciation is just that celebration.
0: Um. Uh, here's a fun story for you that my, uh, my mother-in-law was friends with gail uh zappa um back 30 40 years ago wow. they were friends and gail came uh, went to judy one day and said hey Dweezel's interested in playing guitar do you know anybody that can teach guitar and <laughs> judy was like doesn't his father play guitar <laughs> yeah. and uh apparently Ooh. uh dweezil found the right guy because he plays guitar <laughs> very well uh i don't know if you saw that zappa on zappa show uh zappa plays zappa that uh uh, it might be available on DVD or whatever, but that's that's a great show, too, and it's got all the Zappa noodling. It's got the, the as much xylophone as you want. It's, uh, <laughs> I actually went to see the Zappa play Zappa at the Wiltern when my wife was due any second wow. and was like, oh, well, I'm going to go to this show. If uh, something happens, text me, and uh, I'll be right over, and uh, nothing you were, happened. You were also talking divorce at the time, so... You know what? You're right. She was grateful I was out of the house. Good point. <laughs> You know what? Just go to that concert. Don't. Maybe they yeah. need a roadie. Don't come back.
5: <laughs>
0: um, all right, Garren. Let's hit a couple of uh, stupid questions here, and then uh, uh, we can try to convince Taylor to play one more, and then we'll uh, we'll get out of here.
3: All right, from Burr Martin. Do
0: uh, Burr you drink? Martin.
3: Do you drink the milk in your cereal when you're done, or toss it? Whoa.
2: I I mean the the, the idea of the question feels almost like sacrilege to me. What do you mean, sir? You, you, you're going to waste part of your milk. I, I, I couldn't see the only the only other option besides drinking the milk is add some more cereal so that you so that you don't waste it. Right. I drink it. Um, yeah.
0: Do you, I, but let I, me I, ask you a question. Do you drink it? Because, uh, you know, the food stuff grosses me out. Sure. sure. Uh, I have to leave a little bit of cereal in it to finish it up. If I just yeah. have the milk, it kind of nauseates me. I don't have what that. What about
6: problem. almond milk? What about like uh, some cashew milk or almond milk? Does that gross you out a little less? I,
0: I only it, it does. Uh, in fact, I only use the uh, the vanilla uh, vanilla unsweetened almond milk is all that I use. And, Khalifa. what where's wh- wh- Khalifa? Khalifa? Is that the brand <laughs> is that
6: the one they use? Good. Yeah. Uh, uh
0: i don't i I, my my wife's not on a a major drama uh, taylor we use uh, the uh, the target brand i don't know you fancy people i think that's the target brand um (laughs) i'm not sure ours is uh i think it's the what's the one now that i'm gonna say the whole foods the one way 360 or whatever right right, right. um, okay yeah yeah it's good stuff whatever that is yeah i love it i I, I, i'm lactose intolerant so i can't have the uh Uh, the dairy milk but speaking of like the bougie options i
6: feel like like cereals having a bit of like a health nerd (laughs) renaissance um uh uh, it's like if if it if it wasn't obnoxious now we're moving it into the obnoxious (laughs) column um now they're gluten-free now they're low sugar now they're and i'm uh particularly a big sucker for that sort of thing so i'm like yes. eating
0: cereal for the first time in my life since i was a kid what are you and what uh what are you enjoying what uh what box are you buying
6: um particularly this company called catalina crunch um hmm. but it's like i i think that like you know it's it's uh high protein and high fiber and low carb and all that stuff but i feel like that's so, but I only think that works if you don't eat the whole bag at once. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
5: <Yeah. Of course. laughs>
6: so uh, I don't think I'm doing it right. <laughs> are you, what? You're going whole bag? Uh, no, not the whole bag, but, but like two servings when it should be like seven.
0: I, yeah. you know what I'm w- with, if I have one bowl of cereal, I'm <laughs> yeah. going to have two to three bowls of cereal. I can't. <laughs> and, and as I'm finishing the first bowl, I'm like, well, I'm already in my head pouring the second bowl. Um, and yeah. I have, uh, I'm a Raisin Brand Crunch guy. That's, uh, oh. I also feel like if I'm going to have cereal, I'm going to go That's good. stupid.
2: <laughs> well, Not good now, see, I'm, I'm, I've, I've, done, I've done a little search to go over this Catalina Crunch, and, and now I see why you're eating the whole box. Mint chocolate chip. Yeah, dark chocolate. Oh, wait, whoa. chocolate yeah. peanut butter.
6: What they did? They did a new one called Fruity. It tastes exactly like Tricks used to taste. I'm not sure that's a good thing or not. I don't know if I did <laughs> that one, but uh, but it's like zero sugar, and so you're like you uh. feel like you're just getting away with eating this stuff again. And
1: I'm you like can get that in a store, different. or do you have to order it?
6: You could get it at uh, Air one and and um, all those other health food spots. Or yeah, or just order it. Maybe it's at Whole Foods now too.
0: Okay. Well, I know I can get my Raisin Bran Crunch at Target, so that yeah. I may just stick with that. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, Aaron, you didn't answer, and Taylor, you actually didn't either. Do you drink the milk? Do you toss it? What do you? You drink it, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I do I do that thing where I add more Catalina
6: Crunch <laughs> and just keep eating it until it's gone. The milk too. You say this Catalina
0: Crunch enough? Are you? Uh, are they paying you as a sponsor to mention them? Will I'm open again? to conversation. <laughs> All right, first, first, first. Uh,
1: <laughs> Dawes brought to cereal. you by Catalina right? Crunch. Yeah. that'd be great. Catalina Crunch presents Dawes.
0: <laughs> uh, you you would not take that had, sponsorship, man.
1: <laughs> I would. I mean, look, sure. if they're going to send me cereal, uh, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll,
3: we'll change I, the name of the podcast. History, if past history holds, we might have a fan that works for Catalina Crunch because we always have someone random. In these companies we bring up. <laughs> That's true. Up. Yep. Like yeah. Celsius or this one that we might end up with a box of it. It does yeah. look good though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, what was the one that know. you ordered, Elliot, that was like another uh, like heat. Magic Spoon. Magic spoon, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. That was alright.
2: That was all right. There were there was one there were uh, was one flavor that I, I can't remember which one, but there's one I particularly liked and the other ones I was like, uh eh, those are fine. But it was uh, it definitely it fulfilled
1: the cereal need. Yes. It did that. It scratched well. the itch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Boy, I love cereal. So, I had it for dessert the other night. It was like, you know what? I'm going to, uh, I have a craving for it and I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm a I grown did. man that can do that. I, I had also a... have no willpower. <laughs> so.
1: I, had cere- I had cereal for dinner the other night.
0: How'd that go? Great. Yeah, of course it did. <laughs> it was amazing. Why <laughs> wouldn't it? It's fantastic. Yeah.
1: My family was having uh, tortellini and, and I just, I was like, I don't want tortellini. I want cereal. <laughs>
0: and what kind <laughs> of cereal did you
1: have? Uh, I think it was the, what I like is that Trader Joe's has this like strawberry Cereal. It looks like it's like O's, but then it's got little bits of strawberry, like freeze dried strawberry, and mixed in with mm. it with a little yes. bit of like yogurt chunks, too. Strawberry yogurt chunks. Well,
0: that sounds it's great. Really good. You can note of that. My wife goes to that Trader Joe's. We yeah. traded uh, some uh, used CDs last time. <laughs> wow! Months, and uh, they took it. <laughs> oh, off. I didn't know you could do that. Oh yeah, they still they still do the trade. You just have to know about doing That's it. Great. Can they, well, it's, it's like the hidden menu at uh, In and Out. It's like
2: that. Yeah. It's Trader Joe's. You can trade anything. Yeah. You bring it's right in, your in your the I'm gonna do it. i get some avocados. I, you know, my are yeah, the
0: assholes for not doing it. You're giving money. You're the fool. That is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? I've, i got it. Like my kids keep growing out of their their shoes and clothes. I just bring old old children's shoes. <laughs> It over bring it up there bring
0: the tiny shoes and get a boxes of the strawberry crunch whatever they call
1: it yeah i don't I, it's stupid that i don't know the name of the cereal that i love love so much but it's strawberry something yeah, okay. yeah strawberry yogurt o's i think that's what it's called strawberry yogurt o's
5: making
0: a
1: note <laughs> i, I
2: wonder if you yogurt. could really have a like target slash trader joe's like store and the whole idea is you just bring in <laughs> your crap and they give you a value ah, of it just it, like amoeba records It'd be so complicated but it's just whatever you bring in and then you can take food with you
0: but how do i make money if i if i'm the if i'm the guy that owns that store well I then, then you have, have to, bring to sell all
2: that crap yeah. yeah
0: that's on me then i'm not doing that that's a bad business model but on eBay. It probably is you ever try to put something on ebay but by the way i put puzzles on ebay right when everybody said hey put puzzles on ebay and then people stopped making puzzles during this <laughs> lockdown and um, that was just the get, first month after the first month no one wanted puzzles maybe we'll go back into lockdown and we'll be back into uh puzzles and i could sell my Eight dollar puzzle for ninety dollars again. Like people were doing, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, all right, Garrett. Let's do one more. Uh, so, okay, from Angry NNF fan.
3: What is your version of the perfect peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Type of bread, type of peanut butter, type of jelly, mm. etc.
6: Hmm. Are all these questions
3: always food? <laughs> yeah, she, uh, no, these are just the That's, two that I picked. I
2: maybe, maybe it has to do with what Garen is thinking about right now. <laughs> maybe Garen wants to go to lunch. Sorry if we're keeping you, guys.
3: I, I, I want to dive into my Apple Jacks now that you guys are talking about cereal. <laughs> oh, yeah, those are
0: good. oh, my God. I haven't had Apple Jacks since I was a kid, and now I want to buy them. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, Apple Jacks Cinnamon is good. toasted?
1: Mm-hmm. Fun to uh, eat and apple sweet. <laughs> Love them. Uh, Cinnamon, uh, apple Taylor,
0: Jacks. Uh, yeah, PB&J, where are you at with this?
6: Um, Again, I mean, like, feel like L.A. predictable snob guy. It's like, what about almond butter or, like, cashew (laughs) butter? um, (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I haven't had a PB&J in a long time, unfortunately.
0: Boy, that, so i that don't know sounded... how to
6: describe the perfect one
0: you should know that sound is sadder than the topic actually is the <laughs> yeah, uh, you,
6: it, 2020 especially
5: a... <laughs> right there. Yeah. Uh,
0: there was a place on ventura in the valley called lulu's beehive that yeah. was a coffee shop that had uh i i don't know why i got it uh, but i ordered the peanut butter and jelly sandwich there once and it was the greatest peanut butter and jelly sandwich i ever had and then i would literally go there to get it uh, I would spend $9 on a It's not like all of a sudden I'm the cheapest guy in the world I'm not I overspend on everything that I do I, I went and sat in a parking lot To watch this fucking band I'd spend money yeah. like an idiot um, But they were, I would go spend $9 on a PB&J sandwich Instead of the 49 cents It would do, uh, mm-hmm. take me to make it at home yeah. But they made It was something about the way they made it That was fantastic and then uh, they're no longer open. Now they're some sort of a waxing place, I think. No.
1: What was was it uh, like? What were their what were their What was the formula? Was it like white bread and smooth? I, was,
0: I, I want to say it was a wheat bread, and then just uh, you know, uh, I don't know. It Probably was just uh, you know generic peanut butter and jelly, but it was fantastic.
1: Yeah. I do. I feel like to me the best one would be like because white bread is a little too squishy and soft. Like I like a wheat bread. Yeah. And then I like I like a crunchy peanut butter. I also like almond butter, but uh if I'm going all out, I'll go crunchy peanut butter, strawberry jam, you're done.
0: I go with so, the, I go with the almond butter because of uh, you know, my uh my stomach issues and so on. Sure. Um peanuts. Okay. now that I sounded sadder than a, that sounded butter. sadder than Taylor. You yeah. outsadded him. I, I didn't wa- I, I didn't want him to feel like he left the show on a sad note. I wanted to <laughs> I take mean, it down I, a bit I, further. I, I,
6: as you're talking about it, I feel like I do have a little like observation about PBJs to contribute when, when my mom would make it on just one piece of bread and then fold it over on itself. So it's just a half yeah. and it's, it's that folded bread yes. that always made, that made it even better.
0: you like that. That's like fun. a little crepe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's a little yeah, like- that's a French word, uh, Garen, that I, uh, I, I took French, so I know a little something about the language. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a kind of Chante. What'd you say? I said, i Um, <laughs> Yes. Whoever that go, is, I only like took one class. I don't know. I don't know what you said. That's my favorite drag queen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, we don't watch Drag Race. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, Garen, what about you and the
3: sandwich? Uh, I go Nature's Own wheat bread. I go a Skippy natural creamy peanut butter, and I go a uh, raspberry natural jelly slash no jam. Lot of jelly, lot of peanut butter. Slap that together. Two. That was-
1: do you, wait, bad. so do you do peanut butter on both sides and jam in the middle or just peanut butter one side, jam one side?
3: Oh no, I go, each individual bread gets their own topping. So you'll do peanut you each butter. each get their own
0: sandwich and then you put them together?
3: And then you put them together.
2: Mm-hmm. Like a McDLT. Seems like a lot. Um, <laughs> like a McDLT. It's <laughs> nothing like the McDLT. Absolutely not well, you, like got, you got your jam side, jam, and your peanut butter side, peanut butter. <laughs> gotcha.
1: Then one of them's
5: uh, hot. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> and yeah, well, you know, you got to have the warm peanut butter. You got your Thai, uh, your Thai influence there um that would be good actually so here's here's i've 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 done this and i have i have come up with another wrinkle to it that i never did before which the next time i make a sandwich i will do um so first thing is uh i cut my own slices nice and thick of like an egg bread lightly toasted jam first on on both inner sides of the bread and then peanut butter on top of that. Now it's it's a little more difficult to do that, but it's yeah. worth it because the proportion of jam to peanut butter is right. But here's the thing I just <laughs> thought of. You could have two different flavors of jam. One side is one jam and one side is another. So you could have like like strawberry apricot if you like that combination. You could like do a bunch of different things that way. And then that, that make and then it's kind of thick, but you squish it down and then you get yourself a real nice peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And did crunchy. everybody
0: else's Zoom go out? My Zoom went out um, <laughs> the second Elliot started. Did he I say anything about the answer? Or?
1: It's amazing how, as soon as you started talking, I lost interest in the topic. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's
0: unbelievable how you have a, a skill Too. I don't know if you heard the phone that my phone was ringing. That the the, the landline. I think it was my neighbor saying, "Please have him stop." I believe that's what they were asking.
2: You just can't stand the feeling and thought of deliciousness.
1: I don't want to. I really don't want to belabor it, but I can't even understand how you can spread peanut butter on top of jelly. That doesn't make any sense. It
2: is challenging, but I have. It's worth it because you got to get the proportions right. If you have too much peanut butter, then your mouth is all. I mean, I know that's what the beverage is for, but
0: okay.
5: All right. So, he's, so, the, he's the right bread questions. Right the bread guy.
0: guy. He, 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 he's a bread guy, man. <laughs> uh, all right, Taylor. Thank you for being here. But well, we're not done. Uh, will you play one more song for us? Is that possible? Sure. Actually, I uh, I, just, I might play a new song that I just finished recently. Oh, cool. I, we would love to. Uh, we we just were very I've excited like when you did um, fun mood. Uh, uh, what was the one that you did on Podcastathon that uh, I did you had? I still feel like a kid. I think that's right. You did that one. That was breaking uh,
6: news. So uh, yeah, we're yeah. always open so it so for it's breaking kind of like, news. It's, it's kind of a ritual of ours at this tradition. Point. Yes, <laughs> love it. This song um, it's about um, a dad. I think that because being a dad's been on my mind. Um, just kind of reconsidering like vacation decisions with his family, <laughs> um, and it's. Uh, I mean, we are, I think we just finished recording an album, so if this ever comes out, it wouldn't be to like two or three albums down the road, so it's, it's far away. But it's called House Parties and Local Bands.
0: Great. Is that
4: the right key? I think so. The next on our list is the M&M Store. Then the Statue of Liberty after F.A.O. Schwartz. And as I carry our bags, I wonder what we're doing this for. You don't find the good stuff on a guided tour. But house parties and local bands, good coffee and Bowie fans, Spill drinks on a baby grand And midnight sing-alongs I don't wanna see Disneyland's Casinos or poker hands House parties and local bands That's where I belong The sunburn is bad and it goes all the way down And these drinks in the daytime Are never quite as fun as they sound and these days at the beach Feel more like just sitting around So if anyone needs me You know where I can be found House parties and local bands Good weed and some Zappa fans Old friends playing Mega Man And in some Donkey Kong I don't want to see Legoland's Casinos or poker hands House parties and local bands that's where I belong We've come to Chicago At the wrong time of year My eyelids are frozen And I can't feel my ears It's not that I don't like museums But we got them at home if you want the heart of a city you know where you gotta go house parties and local bands conversations with kanye fans how can you possibly stand that man after all he's done i don't wanna see Disneyland. Casinos or poker hands, house parties and local bands—that's where I
0: belong. Never enough, any exclusive? <laughs> there you have it: uh, house parties exclusive and local exclusive bands. Exclusive. That uh, I'm gonna—I'm gonna say it. Uh, taylor if you sell that to toby keith it'll go to number one on the country chart <laughs> and uh you can have it uh <laughs> i got enough, enough songs <laughs> uh but well, listen we'll look forward to hearing that on vinyl in uh, three years yeah, yeah exactly uh taylor thank you so much for joining us
6: thanks for having me it was a pleasure
0: so great to see you don't run away though we'll say goodbye to you off the air um okay. but uh everybody stay safe out there uh you know follow your rules whatever's happening in your city uh, here in los angeles we started a uh a stricter lockdown today that i don't think is any stricter than it was yesterday but we're calling it stricter i think that's Hmm. what's happening here right isn't it just a stronger encouragement is what's happening for three weeks pretty much yeah yeah Yeah. all right well stay safe wear your mask don't be an a-hole um, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. On behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there he is at the Never Not Funny Weather Desk. That's Garen Cockrell. In Palms, California, that's the bread guy, Elliot Hochberg. Uh, <laughs> holding down the fort at Sherman Oaks, California, that's uh, Matt Belknap at Never Not Funny headquarters. Uh, our friend Taylor Goldsmith from Dawes. The new album's, of course, called Good Luck with Whatever. It's fantastic. I am Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK47, Gone, Not Forgotten.